Hello and welcome. You're listening to It's a Groom's Life with Carly O'Brien. Hello and welcome. You're listening to It's a Groom's Life with Carly O'Brien. And welcome to a new episode of It's a Groom's Life. And today I have with me a lovely lady called Louise, who we've just saying we've literally been social media buddies for a long time, but we've never actually spoken. <laughs> I mean, it's like, oh, it's so nice to meet you. So I have Louise Toll from Ready to Ride Physio on social media, but she is a physio and she does Pilates online, but we're going to go more into it. So hi, Louise. How are you doing? Hi, Carly. Thank you so much for having me on. It's just such a delight. And we've been trying to organise this for so long as well. And yeah, <laughs> it's just great yeah. to finally get around to doing it. <laughs> I know. It's actually nice to physically talk to you and not yeah, just yeah. like fire messages or um, comments and likes yeah. and shares Definitely. and everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yes, lovely. So, Louise, can you um, go a little, like, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit more about what's your job and what do you, and what is ready to ride? Yes, certainly. Well, I am a chartered physiotherapist and scarily I've been doing that for 20 years. I can't. You don't look it. like you've been doing it for 20 years. You don't look old enough. <laughs> it does make me feel really, really old. Um, and I've also been a veterinary physiotherapist for about 15 years, um, which is even more scary because that felt such a big thing at the time. Um, yeah. And I've been doing Pilates for about 10 years um, so I still treat a few people face to face but m- the majority of my day-to-day work is treating animals and then teaching Pilates to people as well um, and obviously I ride courses quite a lot too. Um, I used to event back in the day and now I mostly focus on dressage and really the ready to ride side of things which is currently all online um it stemmed from lots of comments that I had from clients over the years along the lines of oh it'd be so good to have you at home or could you not make a dvd so that I could have reminders all the time about what I'm meant to be doing and and then there'd be the horse owners who'd say oh I haven't got time to do anything or I can't afford to do anything for myself once I've paid for all the horse bills because we all know what that's like yes and I think for a long time I had this little idea sort of rumbling around in the back of my mind that one day I would do something to sort of bring all those elements together. And I decided in my infinite wisdom and total naivety that having a YouTube channel would be the way to go. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Obviously, I hadn't got a clue about anything like that. So initially, I started Ready to Ride about nearly three years ago, and it was uh, initially just a blog and the YouTube channel, although the YouTube didn't actually start for about another year because I had to record it all. Um, and so it was so that people would have access to free information. The blog would be the, the theory side and the YouTube would be the practical side. And everything on my YouTube is sort of 10 to 15 minutes long. It's physiotherapist-led Pilates aimed specifically at riders, although anyone can do it. And it was meant to be there for people who didn't have time or money to go and spend lots getting themselves sorted um, or who wanted to have a little bit of a reminder away from their normal Pilates or physio sessions. Um, 
And then I suddenly thought, well, actually, I need to be able to um, promote this. So then I found myself going into social media, which is something I'd steered clear of personally for a long, long time because I just didn't really get on with it. And then so so slowly over the last couple of years, um, I've just sort of gradually built up on Instagram and Facebook. And in fact, now I've got so amazingly confident with it all that I, my Riders Pilates group is now purely online in Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm starting one, developing a couple of online courses as well. So yeah, it's all it's all developing all the time. I look back and think, goodness, it started off with just a little blog and YouTube channel and it's growing all the time with my ideas and plans. But yeah, so that's that's where it's all heading. So is that um, do you think it's because more of like because of lockdown, obviously, a lot of your work, I imagine, stopped, especially the first lockdown, because yeah. everything stopped during the first yeah. one um so did you find that you felt like you you could utilize that time more to develop this online platform yeah very definitely I think one of the things you know it was really hard um obviously I'd already filmed a lot of YouTube um sessions the summer before because for my YouTube I try and do everything in the garden because I for me the whole green gym thing is really important I think and it's so much nicer for people to be outside um and if they can't be then at least they can see me outside um (laughs) but doing pilates on zoom and doing some of my physio consultations whether that was with people or the odd dog um on zoom I got really confident at giving instructions to people even when I wasn't in the room with them Mm. and so yes it made me much more confident about actually I can I can provide a lot online yeah, because initially yeah. I, I wasn't sure how effective I was being, but the feedback I got from everyone was fantastic that they felt they were doing, working really hard and that they liked all the, the comments and they felt that I was giving really constructive, useful and appropriate feedback. So it's, I've really got to know the things that I need to be saying to people. I know now in my head the cheats that people we will be doing with certain exercises, even if I can't see them. Mm. So it's made it much, much easier. So with my Facebook Pilates group, um, because it's Facebook, I can't see anybody. Yeah. They can all see me. And also uh, with the aim of that group is that it's um it's live, but then you can watch back whenever. So people may be doing it when I'm not even there. Um so th- to have the confidence to be able to go and do that and say, right, yes, I can do a whole hour and yeah. to know that I'm giving really good instructions and people are going to be doing this correctly, even if I'm not in the room with them. Mm. It's yeah, that that's all thanks to lockdown, to be honest. So yeah, it was a horrible experience, but I've Ugh. learned so much from it and gained a huge amount of confidence being online because of it. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's been like that for, a you know, that it's been quite a common thread throughout my um, podcast episodes from businesses to grooms, to people like yourselves, where it, it, it was a horrible time, but people did sort of take full advantage of the time that they had to um, create a business idea that they've had yeah. in their head or um, reinvest in their business or, 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 and I feel like people just took the, took the time that they would never normally get and probably will never get again. And just think, yeah, you absolutely. know what, you've just got to take it by the horns and just grab the opportunity. So yeah. with your Facebook group, is this your, um, membership group that yes that's right yes can you tell us more about the membership group what how much is it what does it include etc 
It's um, a monthly subscription group, so it's £20 a month. And every week on a Thursday at half past six in the evening, I do an hour-long physiotherapist-led Pilates for horse riders group. Um, so basically it's £5 a session and I'm there live for an hour. And then it's saved in the group for as long as the group is there. So if you joined now, you'd have, I started at the beginning of May, so you'd have quite a lot of sessions that you could watch yeah. back in your own time. Yeah. Um, and then if people have questions or comments about it, obviously then they can, it's like any Facebook um, post, you can comment on it, ask questions afterwards. The one thing about it is um, I can't enter into one-to-one um, discussions with people. If people do feel they need that bit more in-depth um assessment consultation and that's something they'd have to arrange separately but yeah. so far um it's working really well from the people that are in the group on that format and so do you offer those sessions as a one-to-one is that like an an, an additional thing that someone could do like maybe yes. at the beginning they may want to book a one-to-one session and then go into the group is that something yeah that you abs- could absolutely yeah they certainly can and because I get a lot of people um because I teach um face-to-face Pilates classes near home and I get a lot of people particularly anyone who's got um, perhaps more complicated physical conditions, they'll book in a one-to-one or sometimes a series of those before they join the class because then they feel really confident with what they're doing and yeah. it's given me a chance to really get to grips with with what they're going on and I can give them more specific pointers. And because in my face-to-face groups, um, I assess everybody that comes to you in, in some capacity. Um, so that way I can modify exercises according to every single person in the group's needs my classes are really small um and obviously I, yeah not I can't do that with the the Facebook group but I do try to make sure as I'm going along that if there are specific things that I think might be a problem if you've got knee pain shoulder pain back pain I'll give kind of warnings about that as we go yeah. through the session so that people have a heads up um yeah they might need to be careful so us equestrians are quite we're quite hardy people um but we're not very good at looking after ourselves Um, we will always look after the horse first and then us second Um, so ideally in a perfect world how often should we be doing some form of either like pilates or yoga or something like that because obviously um I can't remember who said it. I remember listening to someone who was saying that it might have been even you. I can't remember that um, when you're riding your horse, it's a two person partnership Mm. and it's all well and good putting, you know, giving your horse the physio, having the back done, having chiropractor, having the best feed, having all of this. But if you don't look after yourself, then the partnership isn't working because it's not evenly um what's the word but you know what I'm the gist I'm getting at um and obviously we do need to look after ourselves that you know our bodies and stuff um because it needs to be just as supple as the horses absolutely yeah yeah. so in an ideal world how how often should we be doing Pilates is it something we could do every day or if someone says I don't have time to do Pilates every day which is which leads me into saying that your videos are great because they are literally 10 minutes um and I don't do them as often as I should I should do them a lot more because they are only 10 minutes but there's been times that I've tagged you in when I have done them yes yeah, um, you're very good <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah how often should we do it well it depends a little bit on your own physical needs so if you have got quite a lot of physical problems whether that's 
through a disorder that you have or whether it's because you've got injuries that you live with or that you're recovering from you probably need to be doing something more often mm-hmm. in an ideal world we would probably be doing something every day yeah but that doesn't have to be a full hour-long class whether that's going to the gym whether that's pilates yoga whatever it is I think and again that's one of the reasons that I started the YouTube channel that it and it's a bit like if you have a lesson with your instructor as well you don't necessarily then go away and repeat the entire content of your lesson every time you ride the horse you'll work on little bits of it yeah and for me I think the main focus we should be having is that at various points of every day we should be working on little different things Mm -hmm. so one of the other things I like to remind people is that if like me I'm a one horse rider so i ride five days a week and I ride for approximately one hour and in fact only school twice a week when you think of the number of hours in the rest of the week where I'm not riding I'm sat driving I'm on the computer um, I'm treating animals and people in various different positions and I'm doing all sorts of things and I have all sorts of unhelpful habits that really don't help my riding so For me to expect that by doing, say, Pilates for an hour once a week is then going to magically mean that when I get on the horse, I'm perfectly symmetric and balanced and all the rest of it. That Mm. that would be just crazy. So actually, what's more important is doing little bits as frequently as you can. And so that might be that you choose with the help of your physio or whoever that you've got four or five little exercises, maybe a postural one, maybe a control exercise or a balance exercise that you do several times, maybe throughout the day or at least once a day, every day. So you're doing lots of little things that really help um, instill helpful movement patterns, helpful balance, better body control, better awareness, so that when you do get on the horse, you're much more primed to do it rather than suddenly going, well, I did Pilates five days ago and I've done nothing helpful since. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then what is the difference between Pilates and yoga? I mean, I feel like some of it's quite similar, but I think there's obviously differences in in each one. Yeah, I mean, I've never done yoga. Um, so my understanding of yoga is it's much more, it's a lot of breathing control. It's a lot more about um, lengthening and holding controlled positions that's my understanding someone else is probably going to say no that's absolute nonsense because that's not what yoga is but certainly from pilates point of view well to be fair it probably depends on who's teaching you pilates um it's uh, the way i teach it the way i've been trained and probably i've probably developed my own branch of pilates yeah yeah um it's all about movement control and body awareness but i do think there is a lot of overlap between pilates and yoga again it probably depends very much on who's teaching it though yeah and um if anyone who has never heard or doesn't know what Pilates is I think most of the questions will probably know what it is yes but if there is any people that aren't listening and they're like I've never heard of it I don't know what it is I don't know why you're talking about it can you explain what does Pilates do for us it's lots I mean that's quite I mean that's quite a vague thing but (laughs) it in a nutshell type thing yeah it's basically controlled exercise where you are looking to improve mobility through your body and strength balance coordination to be fair though again it depends on 
how what road you go down so I for my riders I put in loads of coordination based exercises and I make the balance exercises really hard because I'm focusing on what the riders need um to be honest there's a lot of physio exercises in there too or maybe that's because I trained um, with a group called the APPI, which is the Australian Physiotherapy and Pilates Institute. So there's a huge amount of overlap. So it's strengthening, it's control, it's balance, it's body awareness, it's how you move, it's being aware of how you move and use your body. I think sort of tuning into how you use your body, um, finding muscles that you didn't even know that you had and working them. But it's not about um, lots of cardio, you, but you can you can do cardio if you really wanted to, you can add in weights, you can add in resistance, you can add in all sorts of things to sort of take it into all sorts of different ways, really. Mm. So that's a bit of a vague answer, I think. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I found with me, because for me personally, and obviously I'm only going to talk myself personally because, you know, everyone's different. I find that my sort of key areas that I um, are, are maybe struggle with, I don't know if that's the right term, but I have, like, I get bad neck and shoulders I feel like I walk with my shoulders up to my ears all the time and then I'm very aware of it then I try and drop my shoulders um into day to day life and then obviously that sort of transpires when I do ride that I lift my shoulders up and then try and drop Mm -hmm. them down um I do get a, a, a an achy lower back and hip area and my glutes my glutes are really tight all the time like I get really bad tight glutes um which all affects our seats, like pretty much everything that I've described affects our seat. So I do find that when I'm doing the Pilates, I try to um, go into your YouTube channel and sort of go for those particular areas, because for me, that's probably the areas that I struggle the most at. Um, And I do find it really relaxing. It's like, I find it's a relaxing it probably shouldn't be. Maybe I'm not doing it right. <laughs> no, I think one of the things that I, I find really helpful about Pilates is I think, and again, I think yoga is probably very similar, is I find it a really positive way of thinking about your body. And I used to suffer a lot with IBS and I, I don't get it so much. But one of the things that really struck me right back when I first started taking Pilates classes was that even if my IBS was quite bad, it would go when I was doing Pilates. And I think you, you tend to be thinking about very controlled breathing when you're doing Pilates, but your any tension that you're holding in your tummy yeah. has to go if you are concentrating on really moving and breathing and doing everything in a very controlled and correct and in inverted commas way. Mm. So I think, yes, it is very relaxing. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I've, I've been, I, the times that I tend to do it is either um, just before I go to bed or mm-hmm. first thing in the morning, because first thing in the morning, that's probably where I, I'm at my stiffest. I get out of bed and I do the uh, old person. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I get out of bed. <laughs> I'm starting to feel really old now. I'm not old, but my, I feel like my body is is aching. Typical horse woman. Yeah, getting achy more than it used to. So I do find that that really eases um, in the mornings and it just loosens me up a little bit, ready for the day. And I feel like maybe what I should do really is probably do one at night before I go to bed and then do one in the morning. I think it's Um, really good to do something before you go to bed if you do get stiff because we are our sort of our life tends to be we're active through the day and then we come in and we sit down in the evening. So if you're going to stiffen up, you stiffen oh, yeah. up in the evening and then you go to bed 
yeah so actually if you've moved around it before you go to bed you might just stiffen up a little bit less <laughs> yeah yeah that's it and that is the worst thing where where I've been on my feet all day and then you sit down and you have dinner and then you watch telly and then normally my dog was like barking at me because he wants to go you know outside for a, a toilet break and then you get up and it's like oh, oh. <laughs> I can't get <laughs> I literally up do. I literally do that old lady where you're holding your back <laughs> you're like, oh god come on Carly sort your life out <laughs> um but yeah so and with the physio side um how often should we be having physio and is there I think you might have mentioned that you kind of use some physio type techniques into your pilates as well mm-hmm. but yeah. should, should we be doing physio as well as Again, it's very much dependent on you as an individual. If you've got ongoing physical issues, then yes, definitely, because you need that person looking at your body that much more closely. Mm-hmm. But if you're generally fit and healthy, you know, it's not something you need to be having regularly. But the advantage of having a physio, at least a physio assessment, or maybe one every six months or something, particularly if you can be seen ridden as well. So it's mm. lovely being able to do an assessment with a horse and a rider and you assess them together and separately. It's great. Um, the advantage of that, even if you don't have any obvious physical issues, is that that sort of deeper assessment will highlight your asymmetries. It will highlight your weaknesses and things that you may not have even known you had, but that we all inherently do because we are one sided. You know, we're handed, we're footed and so on. Um, so it's really worth doing, even if you don't have any major problems it's really worth doing at least as a one-off but from a on a sort of a time-to-time basis but if you've got problems then it's really worth doing to keep on top of everything definitely but just not when you need it and it doesn't have to necessarily be on a set basis just when you need it and what do you find is like the common is there a common thread through questions of um uh what's the word I'm looking for is there a common thread of questions that have common problems quite similar problems yeah or is everyone I know everyone's slightly different but is there like a a a common theme sometimes that equestrians have yeah I I think the biggest thing is that we we're all asymmetric and everybody's awareness of the asymmetry is is different um and as riders we need if we want our horses to be the same on both reins we need to be the same on both reins and we can only do that by working on our symmetry Mm. um and the other thing is not having a particularly strong seat yeah um so I think those are probably the two most common things it's so I'm always trying to get people's seat stronger because if your seat is not strong then that affects the whole of your balance it affects your contact it affects everything else but you also um, working on symmetry and trying to improve so that our left and right are basically doing the same thing. And um, not just in terms of strength, but in our speed of applying aids and so on, that's you, if you, you've got to um, work on being as quick in your reactions on both sides so that you can give those quick leg aids, say when you're doing your counter strike offs or anything mm. like that. Mm. Um, otherwise you're always going to be slower on one rein. So the horse is going to be slower on that rein as well. Mm. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Um, and do you know what? Funny enough, I was saying this to um, one of my clients this morning who I was teaching. She's quite a new client, and she's got a pony who um, she she backed herself, but she and she's done everything herself. But she hasn't had any like official. I don't know official is the right word, but she hasn't had. Um, she, she, 
she's never she's just literally done it all off on her own back so she never knows she has doesn't know if she's done it correctly or anything and they've and that was like I think she's been broken in for about six years or something um and she like they're fine they're both fine but obviously they're both learned to ride how the other person is um and so she's having lessons with me now because she's getting to the point she's like I just don't think we're right at the minute she goes I just don't think we're gelling at the minute and so it it it, it is that she's unbalanced the pony's unbalanced Mm -hmm. and because the pony's unbalanced she's unbalanced and so she is and they're both very wobbly so I'm trying to sort of strengthen them both up and I've explained to her that obviously it's not going to happen after you know a half an hour session and it's got something that she's got to carry on with and stuff but with all my clients that I I teach I always refer them to your videos because I said it's oh, only 10 really minutes. <laughs> I'm like it's only 10 minutes I said you don't have to do like a half an hour or an hour session or anything like that I said but if you sort of do that say once a week um maybe once a day or once every, or three times a week or something I said that you will really notice a difference in your riding just the strength because um without sounding harsh I'll say a lot of our um rider school clients that come tend to be unstable or you know a bit stiff or a bit nervous or anything so then it affects their seat so I always refer them to your videos because I feel like they'll get a lot out of it in 10 minutes <laughs> oh that's really kind I do I sometimes worry well that I worry less now I when I was first filming them I think oh I talk way too much but don't. I think I I all my Pilates sessions whether they're face-to-face or online I kind of use them as a mini teaching session yeah so that I hope that people get out of them a lot of it's not just coming and doing exercises I try and really explain why you're doing them for your body but also for your riding so I feel like yeah. sometimes I just talk blah, 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 the entire no, time you don't. <laughs> you don't honestly you don't and the 10 minutes literally goes like that it's like oh my god and That's you're good. like okay and well done thank you for this session and then I'm like oh my god it's over already I feel like I've already just started <laughs> on to the next one <laughs> yeah that's it um so what is the future for ready to ride then what is sort do you have sort of plans for say like the next six months the next year what would you like it to be like yeah I've got huge plans um (laughs) some of it is a little bit dependent on covid I obviously at the moment everything is online but I would love to have some form of face-to-face workshops courses or something that would be great I just want to make sure that COVID is really not going to rear its ugly head because I think it's it's a big commitment if someone would to travel to me and then if they then got COVID and couldn't come I mean obviously you can get that with anything but yeah yeah I just want to make sure it's really a yeah. bit more put to bed um so there's that um I'm just putting together some online courses at the moment I've got two which will be ready to go out hopefully fingers crossed if I can do all the tech properly for December um and then in the new year, I'll be putting some ebooks together to accompany those. So, yeah, lots of things going on at the moment. Excellent. So exciting. Yeah. That would be lovely. <laughs> and to be fair, it would be lovely for people that, you know, that have, like people like myself that have to see you to physically see you and do one of your classes or do one of your workshops and, yeah. um, and learn a little bit more. Um, that would be lovely. Yeah. Cause I think one of the things that I've missed. And my my face to face groups we've been talking about it because we've been back together since beginning of September, um, and these are they're non riders, but we missed the banter. Yeah, yeah. You know, we have in our groups, you know, we, the fact that we can stop and chat, and, and quite often someone will ask me a question, and we'll stop the class, and I'll go off on a tangent for two minutes talking about 
a bit of research that I've read or this, that, and the other. And you can't do that online, even in, in the Zoom setting when there's eight people in the group. Yeah. You still can't really do that. Um, and so that's what I would really like with having courses or workshop is having a small group of people where you can just you have a rough program for the day but you can just go off on tangents and really discuss things and for me that's what gets me really excited with people is discussing and seeing individual bodies and working out why that's doing that and then we can talk about it and yeah it's just I really want want to have that with with people so well I'll be there (laughs) don't you worry (laughs) excellent I just need a venue that I've got that I've got a bit of time I'll find a venue (laughs) oh yeah because we're unfortunately Louise and I are literally the other ends of the uh count uh, the country like I'm in Kent southeast and you're in like Devon the southwest yes. so we're like could be further apart but don't worry yeah. <laughs> we will be together one day <laughs> um okay so I always sort of finish or sort of end my um podcast with some quick fire questions so yeah. generally are you a night in or a night out person definitely a night in yeah <laughs> I think everyone is now don't yeah. think anyone goes out anymore <laughs> um tea or coffee tea wellies or heels I live in wellies but I do like wearing a pair of heels so probably heels yeah, yeah. uh sweet or savory sweet give me cake any day <laughs> um book or film book Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I'd love, wish I had more time for reading, but what, what's, is there any books you're reading at the minute? Or is there any books you can recommend? <laughs> well, um, I'm, I tend to actually at the moment um, be more reading You Scientist. <laughs> I'm, I'm such a, I, I just love the science geeky side of things. Um, so at the moment, I'm a bit hooked on those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which probably is not something that most people would be remotely interested in. <laughs> no. That's a very niche type. Um, yeah, yeah, type very boring. <laughs> um, okay, and then on um, with your social media, what is your social media? How can people find you? Uh, on Instagram, I'm at Ready to Ride Physio, and on Facebook, it's Ready to Ride. And on Instagram, no, sorry, on YouTube, it is also Ready to Ride. At the moment, I don't have a personalised address for my youtube channel i need to get organized and do that so then you have to have to search and then find it but one day it'll you just it'll have its own personal yeah link (laughs) and um if people want to join your um pilates membership how do they go about doing that um they can contact me directly so um messaging through instagram or facebook um and also i have a website which is www.readytoride.online which has a page dedicated to the Pilates class with the link to payment and link to the group. The website is currently being upgraded because I did it myself. It started off literally just being my blog and it's become the website. And so it's terribly amateur. So it's being upgraded as we speak. So um, hopefully in a week or two's time, it'll all be ready to go and you can do it properly through there. Okay. Excellent. And is there anything else that you would like to cover that you feel like we may not have done that you feel like should be highlighted or do you feel like we've covered everything? I think we've covered everything I can think of. You've done a great (laughs) job asking really good questions. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Well, you know, I have been doing this for a little while now. Yeah, (laughs) I'm turning into a bit of a pro now. Um, Definitely. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Louise, for coming on like like you said at the beginning we've been talking about this for such a long time and we finally I finally nailed you down and I've got you on so thank you for taking the time 
to come and chat to us. Oh, no, thank you so much for asking me. It's been absolutely wonderful to do. <laughs> Um, and as always, guys, if you guys liked this episode, please tag Louise and I on your stories. We'd really appreciate it. And I'll speak to you all on the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode. I really hope you enjoyed it as I did making it. If you um, like to follow me on socials, my um, Instagram is Cobbs Equine Services and the same on Facebook, Cobbs Equine Services. Um, if you are listening to this on your um, Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast, I really appreciate it if you could leave me a review as it gets um, other people to highlight the um, episodes to other people. And I will speak to you all on the next episode. to this episode i really hope you enjoyed it as i did making it if you um like to follow me on socials my um instagram is cobs equine services and the same on facebook cobs equine services um if you are listening to this on your um, apple or spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast i really appreciate it if you could leave me a review as it gets um other people to highlight the um episodes to other people and I will speak to you all on the next episode.